0: What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. You are tuned in to Two Catholic Dudes. My name is Ryan Klaus. My name is Danny Clear. And as always, we're not priests. We're not theologians. We're just Two Catholic Dudes, and we're talking about our faith.
1: Yeah, our faith.
0: Our faith. <laughs> what do you, uh, all right, we've had the same set for uh, a few different podcasts now. Thanks for driving down here always. Yeah, man. I was, I was just looking at this. So we always have like, our phone hooked up here. It's got like a live feed of what's going on on the video. Mm-hmm. We've had the same blue behind my head and purple behind Danny's head. Do you want to switch sometime? Or do you like the purple?
1: Uh I, I, I like purple. Okay. Uh, here's the the best part I love about when we when we do this is people that are listening are like, "What?" So, like we don't care about what color.
0: Imagine purple behind his head or yeah. just tune into our YouTube channel and Let's watch do him.
1: red behind us. It's a little dark, but Yeah, but, but people are this- like, "Whoa." It's a little dark, but... but it'll th- be like the most positive episode we can possibly think of, but like the darkest looking show.
0: So kind of like the episode we're about to have right now. Yeah. It's, a, the lights. it's a bit dark in, in theme, but the underlying nature of our episode today is positive. I know we just had an episode, we kind of titled it Positivity. It was our origin story, but
1: um, this, one's, been, ahead, yeah. this one's going to be how we want positivity to be a tool because we, we preach positivity. We preach, uh, being kind, living in the joy of Christ, seeing the beauty of the church. That's, that's our whole, uh, MO. Wait, right? sidebar, sidebar. I yeah. know
0: you wanted to finish that thought, but speaking of positivity, dope haircut, man. Thank you. Uh, haircut. We have
1: an amazing parishioner at our church that, uh, she cuts hair and I had the blessing of being able to go uh and get my hair cut by her and she did uh i was i was losing my mind because sometimes you just feel better after a haircut and she i don't know the feeling well obviously uh but uh, she talked a lot about like taking care of you and how a haircut for a lot of people is them taking care of themselves and she's so amazing uh, you you know her but we uh we talked kathy about johnson yeah we talked about faith thank you kathy the whole time we talked about her our, daughter. Our, no, uh, her daughter's name Faith. Yeah, but no, we talked about just the church. Side, and side note. <laughs> side what note are you doing? I'm note. in the middle of talking. <laughs> You're not talking. I'm talking. <laughs> okay, finish. We were talking about church the whole time and faith life and, and our growing faiths and how we we're favorite scripture. It was just like a really amazing conversation over a haircut. The haircut probably took a lot longer than it was supposed to because we were too busy talking. But uh, it was a really big blessing. Okay, there's something something to that. There
0: there is something to that. I, I, you know, sharing that that human interaction, that human contact through a haircut, through through a simple gesture, right? Through a simple act. So Kathy, thank you for for doing that for Danny. He looks wonderful. But uh, yeah, she has a daughter named Faith. She was in my youth choir when I was back at that parish, and I would joke with her, because like every song, I go. does it ever get tired or do you ever get tired of hearing us sing about you or sing about because like every, it's always about your faith or about, you know, yeah. her name is in the song. That's gotcha. a funny story. Hilarious, great, great. Good joke. Yeah. Everyone's laughing. <laughs> Stupid. Um, wait, no, I, I listened, I listen to air one radio speaking of haircuts and like you said, um, the, the self-esteem boost you can get and, mm-hmm. and like the way you hold yourself when you get a good haircut for most people. I don't know I'm, I'm weird so you know it's about three years now by the way since this started uh, but anyways this this lady she went through cancer they, they told the story on the air she had cancer lost her hair and realized the value at least in her life of mm-hmm. Uh, what hair can do for a person. Sure. And so she was just volunteering and she would go around and volunteer to cut homeless people's hair for them. So she would wheel around a kit and she would just ask if they wanted a haircut and she would just stop right on the street and cut their hair. And, you know, like the... Uh, just the value that that someone in that situation can get from first of all that that human interaction that contact and then and then how they you know how they perceive themselves you know when you dress sloppy all day like me I'm in here wearing sweats Uh, maybe I'm just different because I have long hair and sweats and I don't mind but some people if they're if they're not dressed you know if if you dress up in like a three piece suit and you have a nice haircut and you're looking sharp you feel sharp right Something about it. You, you you feel like you could you could accomplish anything. You could yeah, take I, on the day.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it's de- depending on the person. Like right. someone has their like their like power outfit like when they feel like when you feel like i can take on the world in this in this and for some people it's their sports uniform for some people it's a three-piece suit right for some people it's their vestments for some people it's for me sweats sweats and a hoodie hoodie. (laughs) um for me it's like a ball cap and a pair of cargo shorts i'm like let's do this um but, but
0: but so you got your hair cut and this is the first podcast in like five weeks that you haven't had the hat on yeah and i haven't had my hair. I've added my hair up, and it's down for some,
1: I don't know, I'm just doing my thing. Anyway, yeah. but yeah, it can be a big self-esteem boost to that's look right. your best, and that, that that's the point of this. This is nothing- We actually have a of. topic, guys. Yeah. We do have a topic. So all of those people that have been like, get to the point. We actually just gave
0: solid advice to a newcomer podcast who, um, they're, they're young kids and they wanted to start a podcast. And like, that's amazing because everything about our podcast is don't be afraid to share your faith. Don't be afraid. Even if you don't, if you don't know everything, if you don't have all the answers, if you're not a theologian, if you're not a priest, whatever the case may be, you have a story that's valuable to somebody else. Right. And so share that however you can. And so they wanted to start a podcast. They reached out to us. We listened to it today and we gave them some critical feedback on it. Um,
1: and we're just, Throwing all that out the window,
0: <laughs> and we yeah the, basically everything that we just told them we did, we, we did the opposite.
1: So if right you guys now. are watching, sorry about that. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> so our to- we do have do, a t- do as we say and as we do. That's
0: right. We do have a topic. You got to learn the rules before you can break them. Uh, that's a good point. Right.
1: Speaking of rules, <laughs> okay. And breaking the rules—that's what we get called on a lot. That we're rule breakers when it comes to the faith. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about today about. As we talked about earlier, we're very big on positivity. And I think right now in the age of COVID and online and a lot more online debate and a lot more online presence, there is also a lot more online hatred that is spewed, especially amongst the church. And, and I'm not going to talk about people that are against people of faith, because there's plenty of that that we could talk about. But today I specifically want to get into, uh, we just wanted to share our thoughts on Catholics that are hating on other Catholics. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this in a, quite a few episodes, and it's kind of become like our one of our staples. And uh, what we stand for is being the people that are kind of against that online trash talk. And so we're going to try to do this delicately because you know <laughs> we definitely don't want to become a episode of where we're trash talking while we talk about not trash talking. So, <laughs> but I think that it's a, it's it's important for us to address these topics. Talk about them and, and reflect and, and, and we're just going to kind of talk about it from our point of view and, and if it resonates with you or if you completely disagree, either way, you're along for the ride. So, um, yeah. There is so much hate in the world and there's so much division
0: in the world now more than ever, especially here in the, in the, United, in the United States. Oh man, I can talk today. But there's so much division, especially with this political, uh, all the political agendas in the election coming up we'll probably have an episode on political parties and stuff. Today is not that day. When we feel really courageous. But there's I know we're not ex- especially political, but it's something that should be addressed. So, but there's just so much division. It's like in in our in our Catholic and our Christian faith. I don't know the number, but it's astronomical. How many different, how many different uh, denominations of Christianity? The Christianity. Christianity. Why can't I talk today? But how many different divisions there are? Because people can't agree, and they start hating on one another, and then then a group splits off, right. and then before you know it, we have the number that we have today. But uh, in our Catholic, just alone in our Catholic world, it's supposed to be unified. That's what Catholic means. Like worldwide, we have so much hatred and division uh, spewing across the aisle. Uh, yep. To one another and it's like why we have so many more problems. Why are we creating more amongst ourselves?
1: Yeah, I agree with you man and uh, and it's been something that we've been kind of dealing with especially since we started this ministry and I want to talk about A, a couple of the points today just from my perspective because uh, it's something I'm very passionate about is this whole thing is uh, Kind of the uproar that it has caused uh, Ryan and I, as he so delicately put it earlier, we're Norvis Ordo boys. <laughs> Norvis Ordo boys right here, through and through. And uh, for some people, it's like, yeah, great. like That's good for you guys. And for other people, it's like, well, see you in hell. See you in hell. I was joking earlier. <laughs> I was like, there's there's people that are like the opposite
0: Oprah, Oprah. Why can't I talk today? Oprah Winfrey? Oprah. That's her name. And they're like you're going to hell and you're going to hell and you're going to everyone look under your seat you all got a ticket
1: to hell it's like why are you kidding me yeah and 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 that's the thing is and i'm not here uh discrediting or saying that hell doesn't exist that's not what i'm saying at all we do need to recognize when there's evil in the world that's absolutely true uh tuesday Thursday. evil's
0: right there in all the comment <laughs> sections of everything on social media <laughs>
1: That's, but yes, but the point is, that I, I, I think we're trying to make that's all right, on that's, that. all right, that's the podcast. Just cool it. <laughs> well, wow, Ryan, there he is. Can't speak because it's fired up. But the point is, is too. We're trying to make on this one. I think is. Don't mask your like evil can mask itself as trying to stand up for the good, and I think that that's a big problem. And. Something especially uh, near and dear to our heart is we've been watching a lot of the attacking that happens on to Bishop Barron. Now Bishop Barron doesn't need two Catholic dudes to come into his defense. Bishop he's Barron is like, oh, is, thank goodness,
0: yeah. Danny and Ryan, the two <laughs> Catholic you. dudes, are standing up for me. <laughs> now I can sleep
1: better at night. Like he's fine. He 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 <laughs> goes toe to toe with atheists. He stands against the the church militant folk that rip him to shreds. He went nose to nose. They you know, try, attempt to rip attempt him to to shreds. Him to shreds. But and I almost like. I love Bishop Barron because he just kind of doesn't give them the time of day and doesn't give them a voice on his incredible platform. And I think that, and you. I, I, wait, I want to stop you right there. But yeah. He doesn't give them a voice. And I think that's very
0: important because right. what these people are doing is, again, creating this this spiral of negativity. And he doesn't want to give that a voice. I was going to look I looked up this figure because I wasn't sure if it was going to be a talking point. Turned out that it w- that it is for the opposite reason that I was that I was assuming. I looked up the number of followers that Word on Fire and Bishop Barron have on Instagram. And then I looked up the number of followers that Dr. Taylor Marshall has. We're not. By the way, we're not afraid to, to say names on this podcast, this episode. We're not afraid anymore. But we're not afraid anymore. <laughs> like Home Alone, Kevin and Home Alone. Okay. Uh, and I was like, you know, what if, what if, I don't know how many followers he had, but I, if it was more than Word on Fire or Bishop Barron, I would have been really upset because uh, people love like controversy, people love polarizing figures, and he is very polarizing, right? But, it was not the case. He only had thirty thousand followers. Thirty thousand, Doctor Taylor Marshall. Unless I looked up the wrong account, maybe his like podcast account has more or something. But it seemed like it. It should have more than that, but it didn't. And Bishop Barron has like two hundred thirty nine thousand, right? So the good prevails in that situation um, again, unless I didn't look hard enough. But so he wasn't giving the voice to that platform to be allowed, allowing to to seep through into his wonderful platform. Yeah, good.
1: And and I think that. And here's the thing on it is, I. I really don't no I don't really watch anything that Dr. Taylor Marshall has. Said. I've watched a couple videos. You see little clips, and I've seen clips, and I watched the stuff where he talked on Bishop Barron. And I don't like. I'm not gonna say that this person is a bad person at all. I don't. I don't know you. I don't know him, and he's. You know, I probably will never ever speak to him. But I look at the comments on his videos. That's what mm. I want to get to. Because I'm not, and I'm not talking about Bishop Barron either. But I want to talk about the comments on his, or the comments on his videos. Is the people out there that comment back to each other? It is vile. The things that people say, the things that people call uh, other Catholics. You know, in it, 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 that's where my problem comes in.
0: Well, I think it. I think it elevates to a a, a new pitch mm. for the in the comments section because comments. On anywhere you go, it's a faceless, it's a nameless mm-hmm. situation. You're free to do it without any consequences. Taylor Marshall, everybody knows his face. Everybody knows his voice. And he
1: stands up for what he believes in, and he speaks very boldly about the he stuff. Speak- I, I happen to disagree with pretty much everything, but right, he... I- but he, at least he says it and everyone knows who he is. And
0: I and I, I believe that he's intending to do good with what he says. But the way he does it, I think I think you can you can be good. But then the stuff that what you say is evil. And so certain things that he says, it's just it's it's just downright mean and, and evil in, in nature. And right. what that does is it, it, it extends into the comment section where you have those nameless, faceless people who take that to a whole new level. Right. Right. So, and you were watching a video before we started this episode. I don't even know who that guy was, but he was saying some nasty stuff. Nasty stuff. Uh, You know? Calling
1: calling some bishops and priests just doofuses and stuff like that, saying that they were purposely trying to destroy the church. And there's just so much nastiness online. And we see it not just in the faith, but right now, politically, it's absolutely absurd. Uh, You know, you watch... The way that people and I've fallen into it a little bit and then kind of pulled myself out of it I made like one or two comments and like I had people people even in my family that were trying to start arguments with me Extended family not like my parents or anything, but like you you get into it. and You're like, this is just how is this helpful? to like speak like not, and I'm not trying to say like like on my post there was tame. It wasn't anything crazy. It was just people disagreeing, and mm-hmm. and healthy disagreement is fine, and that's a good thing, and it's part of life, and it's part of growth, and you have to be if you're going to share your opinion, you have to be open to somebody else's. But there's a way of doing that, and this is the point I've been trying to get to. The whole thing, and I, I just figure, keep derailing. Well, you I know. couldn't figure out how to get to it. And sure. I said it earlier, and I couldn't remember how to phrase it. Is you can disagree with somebody, you can have a difference of opinion. And still have respect for them as a human being. And especially we go back to the Catholics and Ca- uh, the, the Catholic on Catholic cyber attacks. Um, you can still have love and respect for this person as a Catholic. Without just tearing them to utter shreds. And say, calling names. And like disagree. Disagree all you want. But when you start to attack a person. That's when problems arise. And even if you're attacking them and you're like, "No, oh, this is for the good of the church. I just, my thought is if, if I was somebody, say I said something that somebody didn't like. And it happened to me, honestly, when, when we were getting first started and we got kind of all wound up by all the uh, over the traditional folk. The, I, I don't want to say all traditional folk, but the more radical ones that were messaging ones. us. Yeah. I got really disheartened. I was at a point where I'm like, if this is Catholic, maybe I'm not Catholic. Because this is not anything I've ever known or grown up with and anything like the faith that I love. Anything like the God that I read about. Anything like the Eucharist that I, sh- that I, that I uh, participate in. It, it was just so vile. And I'm like, this can't be it. And I still see people dealing with it to this day. And it's just heartbreaking and bishop Barron came on and did a video recently where he just went enough like stop <laughs> just we're gonna stop. talk about that word stop in a second, but yeah stop doing that mm-hmm. stop being so hateful you disagree disagreement look at uh thomas
0: aquinas his whole yeah. summa theologica is based on i'm gonna i'm gonna explain your argument In the best way possible that I can but I'm gonna understand your argument I'm gonna understand your viewpoint your stance to the fullest extent that I possibly could I'm going to appreciate you for the viewpoint that you're coming from and then I'm gonna explain it back to you but then I'm gonna explain my counter argument uh, in a good and healthy way and he would always just destroy the argument right but you can't just aim at destroying that argument without fully understanding it and so that that goes back to fully understanding the person behind that argument as well he was making up the other or he was just taking the other arguments uh without a person behind it but just for argument's sake right but that when when we're trying to tear down somebody else's argument let's fully understand where they're coming from first as a person yeah and let's let's love someone Truly as a a child of God and then where are they coming from in their life in their stance? Let me understand their problem, whatever whatever stance they're coming from and then I will show them with with full good intent uh, Charitably how I might disagree with them.
1: I think it's a good point see the person not the comment not the argument not the opinion Mm -hmm. There's a person behind those things a person with a story a person that's carrying their own cross, a person who clearly, if they're on a Catholic anything, that God has clearly touched their life and their heart and is pursuing them as God pursues all of us. And for us to just ugh, yeah, okay. discredit them, like, I, I hate that.
0: Oh, I hate it. I have a few points. I want to go back before I forget this, but I, I have like four different points, but I know I'm going to forget two of them. Um, I want to talk about you. You dived into a little bit to the political realm. I want to talk about that. This won't be the political episode. Just a, a quick side note on that. In that, uh, in in this pol- in any political campaign, right now it seems to be insane. The. It's almost like there's a pen, there's been a pendulum swinging in the political realm for so many years. You know, the right swing you know it was it was kind of here, but as it starts getting a little bit more mem- more momentum, the left swings a little bit further to the left and the right swings further to the right. that's, a, a, that's a great point. We're I mean, literally it, at a point where it's it's fully, full swing. It's full swing. Uh, it's almost doing the loop-to-loop on the swing set, right? Yeah. Uh, you ever try to do that when you were a kid? Nope. It's impossible.
1: I just jumped off when I got high enough.
0: Yeah. So let's just jump off the swing set, you <laughs> yeah. guys. Uh, two uh, other dudes ready to jump off that political yeah. swing set. So we're, it's, it's so far left and far right. Everyone's disagreeing, but I think it comes from just – in terms of society we've been we've been it's ingrained in us to disagree wholeheartedly with one another to be polarizing yeah. to spew this this negativity this this division amongst us in our secular society in our political realms and it's showing its face so so terribly in our political election our campaign right now yeah. i mean just just through the trump election alone we, uh, my family member, like my mom was uh, like so close with one of my older cousins. She was a closer to my mom's age. They would talk like every night on the phone and she knew that my mom voted one way and she voted the other. And she literally shut out my parents and has not contacted them since like a year before the, the, the Trump election four years ago. Like they have not talked. My mom would send letters, uh, right? Facebook messages, nothing, just gone because of a a stupid political divide. And, and she's assuming things, I won't go into detail, but like the division that our world is creating in us is ridiculous. So anyways, that, I think that innate quality in us to want to fight, to want to divide is seeping in it, in social media, in our Catholic world amongst Catholics. And we're just used to it at this point. We're used to it. And so, we're that pendulum swinging more again it's it's very there's it, paralleling from the political realm you know it's it's left and right and we're having that same wide swing from left and right and their youth and their their atta- and i think why the attacks continue is because they work look at like it's in in, in not in a good way but like you look at the political campaigns and it's instead of saying what what are you going to do what is your campaign why is your campaign going to be good what is what are, what are the good things that you're going to do and accomplish with your uh, whatever office with what the office that you're running for what they what do they do they'd say this guy's horrible this lady's horrible they're terrible this is why our country's going to suck if if you if you vote for this person right Absolutely. it's all negativity and but but then they end up gaining they, they gain up so much traction from those negativity those smear campaigns. Yeah. And, and the same thing is happening in and, the Catholic and, world. It's the
1: same thing in the church is because it's like is people will sit there and go, "Oh, well, if everybody goes to goes back to tradition and just only does Latin and and does and and only does things this orthodox way, all this all these horrible things are going to happen." And then on the other side of it people will go, "Oh, if everything's modern and if you have guitars and mass and if you do all this other stuff, everything is going to be horrible." Instead of looking at both of them and going what are the really beautiful things that both of these bring to the table? Obviously the churches saw them both as beautiful elements because they're both valid, but like instead of looking at it, like you're exactly like you're saying of what are the good that can come of this? And what are the good that can come of this? We're looking at how the, the bad things that we think are going to happen or the bad things that we, that we believe in. And that's our focus. And that's all we can fix it. We're fixating on that bad. And I think when we do that, we miss all the good. you
0: miss the good and like i I've talked about it on multiple episodes my The same metaphor that I keep bringing back about poker, like people always want to tell you about their bad hands and they they can never see like the good hands that they've played in that in that poker session, and I always try to like say, well i'm sure there was plenty of good happening in that game, but they're like they only focus on the negative. so if you're on social media scrolling and uh and some you see all these like good positivity posts, but then you know what gains your attention. That that smear that 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 smear campaign that attack that negativity you end up like
1: getting sucked into it. Well, and to be honest with you, what it made me with this whole thing all goes back to because I'll, I'll speak to personal experiences is is when that happens, it makes me almost not even want to bother with the other side of it, you know, like when it, you're hearing all the terrible things that the Novus Ordo Mass so or that the the fun, the nice church, the, the nice, church of, the, the church, the church, of, church nice. of nice, church of nice, which is the, which is what they, they, that's what they're calling our camp, I guess. But the church of nice, all the terrible things that that does to the church, all the terrible people that are in it, and they're all going to hell, and they're sinners, and they're heretics, and these are evil people. It makes me want to go. Well, I'm not going anywhere over near near you. So if you're trying to convince me that what you're doing is the way to go, you're doing a terrible job because I want nothing to do with you because you're so hateful. Yeah, I'd rather just go over here. And like that's where I want to be able to say, well, hold on. This is important because I've known this my whole life. And maybe that has an element in politics too, but I'm not speaking of that. I'm speaking of in the church setting. You, I, don't, I can't even see the beauty that you're claiming because you're so busy covering it up with your hatred. Yes. You know what I mean?
0: I talk about this often as well. Bishop Barron's such a hero of mine. He preaches a lot on reaching people through beauty. There's beauty, goodness, and truth. But in order to reach the truth, you need to be led through the beauty. But so many people try to preach fire and brimstone that you should know the truth without ever encountering and and showing them the beauty and the
1: and the goodness. Um, I said we're not. Af- I'm not afraid to talk. Go ahead. Well, there's a good point on that. That I, I don't. I, I don't want to run out of time. But it's. I read it. Oh, we're not going to run out of time, uh, brother. I we're read. Going- it- I mean, on the, before our break, <laughs> or our one-second break. But I read on in a comment section once when we were talking about it, and it's like when you're feeding a child, right, you start the child on milk before it can eat meat to get its protein, right? At first it needs milk. It can't handle the hearty meat. And I think that there's a lot of Catholics in the world right now that are still, maybe even if it doesn't matter what age they are, maybe they're still milk Catholics. They still need milk. They still need it kind of in, in smaller. They can't handle that hearty meat just yet. They haven't gotten to that point in their faith journey. God hasn't spoken to them in that way just yet. But do we just throw that out because it's... oh Well, they're not there yet, so they suck. Like No, that doesn't make sense. We should be nurturing and helping them so that they... Just like you're saying, get them in with the beauty so that they can understand the truth. A- everyone is on a different level in terms of
0: their faith and their spiritual journey and for you to blanket everybody in the same in the same realm in the same vein and say you're wrong and you're going to hell because of this well you don't even know this person you don't know where they're coming from and maybe the yeah like you said i love that analogy they're on a milk diet right now and they and and like you said earlier as well maybe them seeing you attacking them on the comment section or on your video pushes them the other way you go oh, this milk tastes pretty good i was i was considering going to applesauce but i don't know i think i'm i, I i'm done i'm done i'm out yeah you I, know i i have
1: a story on this that uh, of a, of a prime example that i heard of of, of the extreme uh level that that happened and, I, and i'll share it but why don't we why don't we take our we break we take a break early uh, let's we'll do it. it all right okay so back to what i was talking about that the this brief story that i want to talk about on a the the more extreme level of the traditional uh negativity that kind of like pushed me like what do you think? that's crazy um is there was a podcast that did a response to one of our episodes oh right i forgot about that i and forgot about it for good reason but it, like and like they told us that they were going to speak charitably i'm not going to name the podcast um, which they they tried to they, they tried they, to they, but one thing came off and maybe i heard it wrong no, you didn't. You didn't. But this one was thing that I heard, I was like, I like turned it off because I was so mad. Uh, but it was that. So obviously, uh, we, I receive communion in in the hand, and I guess everybody does at this Most point. Most people do it because this point. of COVID. Yeah, um, I understand the beauty of, of that people want to receive on the tongue. That's amazing. That's great. God bless you. And I think that that you can know the reverence of of Christ in the Eucharist and receive it on the hand. All I think that you you can. Both and situation. Um, I also was in charge before COVID of a youth mass where the teens would be in charge of the lecturing, the ushering, the extraordinary ministers of the Eucharist, where they would be able to distribute the sacrament and stuff like that. They went through an extensive training program. They knew what it was. They all did it with such reverence. I was. It was. It was a beautiful thing for our church and a very lively part of our community. You were there. You saw it. Saw the fruits of it. I watched it make a lot of young people. Uh, show up to mass for that vital age it's Where, so yeah, important when, when they were on the cusp of being the nuns they were at mass they were involved in mass and they were helping others to be inspired to be so on that point uh they were they had mentioned about me uh having young people to, and they said that if say for instance that if someone had given communion on the hand and a small, tiniest, little piece was to fall on the floor, and then the next person in line was to come up and step on it, because the Eucharistic minister didn't. They didn't were talking microscopic, 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 which, which actually peace. isn't even theologically correct. But Go ahead. but that that, that that was a sin. If the, if the, that that say it was a young lady that if she did that 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 sin of her giving you communion on the hand, and a microscopic piece falling and someone stepping on it was a worse sin than if they were to have an abortion. Yeah, they said it's a worse sin than and I getting was, an abortion. I was like, "You're kidding me, right?" That's so, absolutely ridiculous. Because a, I think that it's discrediting the beauty of what this person is doing, as distributing, communion and everything else. Two, I think that it's like you know, this is this is going to be. I apologize for anybody that's listening to this and thinks like Danny, what are you? That doesn't make any sense. But I believe that God is the most powerful being in all of the cosmos. He created everything that is, that is, that ever will be, and that was. You don't think that if God, being physically in communion, humbling himself, coming down to communion, small piece of God, falls to the floor, microscopic piece, and he saw a foot coming, don't you think he'd be like, I'm out of here? <laughs> is that, I don't know how heretical that may be, but my thought is, how are you going to compare that or, or, to somebody having an abortion? or, Or... The what was
0: the intent? Was like, the was the in, so even even if what if there was a piece that was big she enough? She didn't go half. Right, right. So I'm, even if there was a piece that was big enough, and it was. And everything happened unintentionally and it fell to the floor, and someone uninten- they, no one knew, and someone stepped on it. Were they intentionally stepping on the face of Jesus? Of and, and, course And not. saying, like, you know what I mean? And, and, and exactly. And it's like, do you think that they're God's gonna this, take offense and say, so, you know. So this
1: girl purposely was irreverencing communion by throwing it on the floor, which is untrue. Or that this person that didn't get every single piece uh, perfectly, you know, it, it just, it was so ridiculous to me. That that was the comparison right, that were right, being right. made. So yeah, I, it made me be like, you know what? If this is the kind of language and the kind of comparisons that are used in that community of people, I want nothing to do with it. Right. And it then, so I'm not even willing now to go see the beauty of traditional Latin, right? Because if that's the extremism that's being said, I'm going the other direction even harder. And, and I think that's happening. Sorry to cut you off again, but I think that's going to happen to the young people of our church. Yeah. Is is is? I've heard so many people claim that. Well, well, modernism is the reason that the young church, that there's nobody in the pews that there's no young people. That you know, I'll tell you why they all left. A lot of them went to the Protestant churches because the Protestant churches were having engaging speakers and amazing music and production value and all these amazing things that people were going there because we weren't providing that. We weren't giving them what they wanted. And then if there's young, vibrant Catholics in this world that are like, you know what? Let's bring this level of worship to the Catholic Church. Let's make our liturgies beautiful and amazing and engage Shut them people. Down. They're like, you guys are the problem. <laughs> Shut You're them down now. the culture. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's just untrue. In right. my, from my experience and everything I've seen, it's un, it, it's not that. Oh, the kids are craving. The hardcore, uh, they—they're not. They don't understand that. They may be able to get there and find that, and that might work for some people, but there's there's plenty of people who need the 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 more they, modern way of, they, of, of of they need worship. They need
0: the applesauce. Yeah, you got to lead them from the milk to the applesauce, and people are trying to shove steak down their throat, and they they ain't having it, right? So again, these guys who on this podcast, they tried to do it charitably, honestly did. I listened to the whole thing. They weren't trying to attack us, but what they were doing was they were again spewing that negativity, that hate in their speech, in the and they were they were shoving steak down our throat, anyone's throat. I know well
1: steak, and and it was just belittling at the beginning it was too, where it was too. like. We've been you guys before, before we found the greatness that is what we know now. We were you kids. Right. No, you don't. You've never been me because you don't know the beauty that I've seen then. Right. You You haven't seen a heart completely and utterly changed through the beauty of someone playing a song. Uh, you know, on their, on their guitar, the forbidden instrument. I'm playing guitar yeah,
0: exclusively like, at my mass at my parish right now because we're doing mass outside and we don't have the capability to lug. Uh, it's, I kind of don't want, it's so much work, regardless. But, but I can play guitar just fine. And I've been playing guitar outside and people have been coming up like in tears saying how much, and it's just me singing with a guitar. I'm not like gloating or, uh, you know, but they say like how much emotionally, uh, they've they've gotten from it because I've I've been able to like pour my heart out in in worship in song and not be bogged down by all the rigmarole that sometimes leading a choir does so I'm able to give of
1: myself so much during this this quarantine musically with with a guitar with a guitar And, and let me be clear we're not saying that if you really really connect with traditional Latin mass that it's a bad thing that's a beautiful thing it's amazing we pray for you and it's fantastic and honestly I wish that I had the opportunity to go to one I still want to, but honestly, I've had a bad taste put in my mouth by all the negative right. hatred that's been thrown at me. Right. So uh, we're getting a bit off topic because we're getting back to our traditional Latin. Like, this is like a multi. It's always what it comes. It's
0: a <laughs> multi-part episode when you're listening to two Catholic dudes. You know what you're getting. You're getting a Novus Ordo and Latin Mass episode. But this is really about social media. It's, it, that's what it comes down to. That's just what it comes
1: from because those are the negative comments we saw.
0: Exactly. And it's, and it's usually Latin mass or, or super, super trad people commenting. Church militant. Church. So, yeah, like accounts like church militant. There's a bunch. It's not Latin Catholicism because uh, he's a buddy of ours. He's great.
1: Uh, so Latin Catholicism on Instagram. Let's talk about him because let's talk about people on Instagram yeah, that, uh, that, that, that are spewing the bad, the yeah, bad yeah. stuff. So at Latin Catholicism on Instagram, clearly very traditional guy clyde clyde guzman okay oh he's so dude he's awesome super cool dude but very traditional very traditional but you know what doesn't do it he doesn't lead with hatred or lead with you're going to he he says what he thinks he says what he believes he shares our stuff he we have we've had great conversations back and forth he's amazing guy he's an amazing dude and that's the kind of people we need on both sides yes to say Let's bridge the gap here. Let's have a difference of opinion but respect and love each other as human beings still. Right. But but, but instead you get count, you get the the church
0: militant, you get basic catholic. I'm not afraid to say it. Like he his entire platform is is hate. His entire platform is is attacking others. Is it, right right now it's like all political. But like it's just it's it's what I was talking about before is you know in you gain traction when you were so polarizing, when you're such a polarizing figure, you take such a stance and people are drawn to that controversy, to that hate, to that negativity. And it's like, you're a big Catholic platform, church militant, any, all of them, like stop, stop with the hate. Con- your all your comments and all your posts and everything is just calling out people calling out the negative calling out what people are doing wrong why why this is wrong why that's wrong why that's wrong well what are you doing right that you can help the pro that you can help all these problems that you think are out in the world what are you doing to help it besides throwing out more negativity in the world right
1: that's that's it right there what are you doing to um <laughs> to bring the opposite of what you... If, you, if everything is so, if everything's so awful, what are you doing to make it better? Because from what, from where I'm sitting, it looks like you're just throwing more negative on it. Yeah. There's a reason, guys, that... Uh, and we'll go into this if you're listening. Two Catholic Dudes is pretty much a lot of Ryan in my face. <laughs> and we share... Our face, you said? Our faces. Your it's faces. a lot of us and our quotes and our oh, on, podcast... On, on our Instagram. Yeah. There isn't a lot of memes... We've been sharing more memes from other people. Like we share a lot from when, when Father Cook posts something funny or when Catholic Connect, our buddy, posts something funny, we'll share it. But the reason is because we want to stick by what we, uh, what we say. We're looking we're, for we're, we're looking for positivity. There we couldn't find any yeah, so we it. Yeah, it's too hard to find positivity. <laughs> but we stick to what we're doing because I'm not about like our platform isn't like let's call everybody out. We're not here to start arguments. We're here to love the Lord. We're here, to, we're here to inspire, push people yeah. to know Jesus, to find and have a real relationship, have an emotional connection, build a community of people. Yes. That's what we're looking for.
0: And if we wanted, so, and that's why it comes down to why are you doing this? What is your platform for? And, uh, uh, I don't think we're doing this to be millionaires, Danny. I don't. I don't know if. If I, I so, to, it's not working. I hate to burst your bubble, but you know, we, at the time of this podcast, we have just shy of 4,000 followers. It's not that much, and but uh, I, I tell you, if we built a platform of negativity, of polarization, of hate, of attack, an, of an attack campaign, uh, we probably would have a lot more followers. Probably. Right. But that's not what we're about. That's not why we're doing this. We're no. doing this to to evangelize the good, the the true, the goodness, the, the beauty, the truth. But we're trying to lead with that beauty aspect of it. We're trying to bring people closer to Christ through leading through through what we feel is beauty, and and not not lowering ourselves down to these attack campaigns. Yeah.
1: It, 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 and like you, people can say that all the, there's going to be plenty of people that say that we're doing it wrong, or that we like like if you love the church and you love God so much, you should be doing whatever it takes to save people from going to hell and everything else. And my thought is point on that when you my done. thought is I don't have a gavel you know i'm not the judge that gets to make that decision my job is to love god love my neighbor and invite as many people as i can to join me in that yeah that's it period that's my mission statement uh and you know i that's it that's all Here's, here's my
0: point maybe maybe you're right maybe these people who are attacking maybe they're right in some cases maybe maybe this person could be going to hell i it's not for me to say um it's not for them to say either but our job should be to be, we want to save, save souls and, and get everyone to heaven. That should be our job as Catholics. Mm-hmm. Right? So, you know, people, people that say, I'm, I'm only saying this because I love you. I'm saying this cause I love you as a brother and I'm giving you the hard truth so that you can change your ways. So maybe they're right in terms of that person needs to change that person needed. I, whatever the case may be for that particular person, maybe they do need to change, but Coming at them showing or going back to the, the good the, the, the beauty, the goodness and the truth in that order. If you come at them with the truth, but you haven't earned that respect by showing them the beauty or the or the goodness, they won't listen and they'll push away further the other direction. So if you if you even if and especially especially if you know that person, like if if they're coming at you in a real life face-to-face conversation and they're saying i love you as a brother and i'm telling you this i'm telling you this hard truth to so you can fix your fix yourself right but like you haven't earned that earned that trust by showing them that you love them as a brother by doing anything for them that uh in that regard then why and why the hell would they would they listen to you so we we need to to lead to understand one another to lead with that goodness with that beauty to to truly understand our brothers and sisters in Christ to show them the love to show and 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 meet in the middle or or at least have them get have them get closer to your viewpoint and and understand you and you understand them and they might be more receptive to hear what you need to say
1: if you really believe that what you are doing is 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 in any sense is absolutely correct. Sitting over here behind your wall, yelling at the other side about how wrong they are, isn't going to get anybody to come over to your side. Where it's going to get them is if you walk to the center and you reach out your hand across the line, you say, Hey, I have a way that's really amazing. If you'd love to, I'm here with you and I want to take you there. That's how you do it. That's what Jesus did. Jesus didn't sit up and go, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. He came down and said, let me show you a different way. He didn't scream and yell. You know who screamed and yelled that everybody was a heretic and that everybody was doing it wrong? The Pharisees. Yeah. All those people. The Sadducees. Those are the people that went and screamed and yelled and yelled just like all this hatred is doing on both sides. and uh, There's plenty of people that are saying that the traditionalists are horrible people, too. I'm not saying that all the North Soto folk are perfect angels. No, there's plenty of people on that side, too, that are awful. You know the best
0: way that years and years and years and years and years ago that, uh, that people were able to effectively evangelize cultures, so say the the European priest who wanted to go to the Eastern uh, cultures to, to evangelize them, in the midst of like terrible persecution, uh, if they just came in and said, Hey y'all, like we know this guy, or we, we heard about this guy, he's awesome. His name's Jesus Christ, and you should come to love him, and we're going to teach you all our European ways about how to love Christ, and you're in like Japan in 1200, they're going to be like, uh, you're dead. You're dead." Or like there's the door. They're not going to be receptive to that. So uh, I forget who said it or what the quote was, exactly, but it's something along the lines of, "I'm going to go in your door. I'm going to enter into your door, into your house, but you're coming out my door. Enter into their culture, understand them fully, as a, as a human being, as a culture, and for and once they begin, they, only then can you begin to show them the beauty of what you have to offer, and then they'll then they'll want to enter or to leave out of your door. Yeah, that's great. That's the
1: only way you can do it. Because if you're too busy screaming, I no, totally butchered that quote. But it's but okay. That's, that's I get your point. Because if you're too busy screaming from the doorway, nobody's coming there. Nobody's walking over to go. Oh, yeah, that looks interesting. I'm gonna go over there. Nobody's coming. Yeah. Nobody's knocking. Everyone's just gonna go. That's the house I stay away from. Jehovah's Witness coming by. Yeah, have you heard about Jesus Christ? No.
0: See you later. Goodbye. <laughs> it's yeah, like it's like it's not. I, I mean, how many times has someone says a Jehovah's Witness or a Mormon come to the door and, and screams at and, them and and, and they knock and they're like, "Have you heard about Jesus?" And someone's
1: like, "Yeah." You know what? <laughs> to uh, come on and but let's talk. I'll speak on that really quick though because I've had plenty of of the the Mormon mormon missionaries that come to my door and you know what i've done many times you guys want to come in and grab a coffee let's have a chat i've done that once yeah And we've talked yeah and did i change their mind no did they change my mind no did we have good conversation and try to understand each other and find some common ground kind of but we had good conversation yeah
0: but, but imagine w- if I just be point like, of contact. Imagine there, if yeah? I just right? shut
1: the door. Said, so "Have fun in hell," and close the door.
0: Yeah, exactly. What, what does that do for anyone? Right. That's going to create a more uh, a worse taste in their mouth for Christianity for Catholicism. Yeah. And it's just going to create a bigger divide. And that's what so many people on, uh, in real life, but mostly on social media, are doing. They're just yeah. they're yelling from the sidelines, and it's doing nothing but bad.
1: I'm thankful that Jesus and the disciples, the early the early disciples, the early apostles. I'm thankful. That they didn't act the way that a lot of these hateful Facebook comments act when they were building the church, when they were when they were doing when when Jesus was doing his mission. I'm thankful, blessed. This is why I worship. This is why I love Christ. That he didn't act this way. That when he said, "Hey, follow me," and if people said, "You know," hard pass. No, nah, I'm good. Well, people did, but like oh, sure. Yeah, but did he go? I hate you. Right. I hate you. He didn't he said to his disciples, he goes, some people don't know. We just heard it. I did a Tuesday thought on it where we talked about uh, uh, Jeremiah. When Jeremiah, the opening of the first uh, reading was, oh, you duped me, oh, Lord. Because he goes like, God, like you sent me to talk to these people and you knew they weren't going to listen. And he's like, oh, well, (laughs) go anyway. Don't stop talking. Right. And I don't think that Jesus meant that in a way of hatred. So that's what we're going to keep talking about positive. We're going to keep talking about how great God is and how amazing a relationship with the Lord is and how much peace we need and how much love we need in this world and how much connection there can be. I'm not going to chastise and kick you out of my life. And that's like anybody that disagrees with me, and wants to have a discussion? Send us send me a message. Send us a message. I'll I'm, gonna, ta- I'm happy to talk to you. Yeah, I'm going to press it even further and say that
0: all this hatred, all this all this negativity, is literally a form of Christian persecution in our day. And I, I say that as a transition because I'm wearing this T-shirt today. This is the March for Martyrs T-shirt because today we're filming this on Thursday, but in two days we are going to be marching in Long Beach, California. So when you see this, if we air this this Monday, we it was two days ago, but we um, we're attending. This is a first time ever in the United States. The be an organized march for christian persecution uh and it's a wonderful organization super this, excited about it and it's just doing such great things shining a light on this you know this this topic that the that, that, that christian persecution is alive and well in our world now
1: in uh, a lot of what uh, what well, she go ahead well i'll go to that because like we're talking about those christian persecutions where there's people all over the world that have to hide their faith that can't go out on the street or else they'd be fear of being killed or attacked you know and and it's like they're just living out their love for Christ the best that they can in that moment you know and would these same people that are would they go off and be like um attention why aren't you doing it exactly the way that we're saying you need to do it like oh because they can't because they'll be in big trouble but like like they're doing they just just God love them less. These people that, that because they they're they're doing the best they can with what they've got in their horrible situation, of course not, of course not. God loves everyone. God loves all people that are trying that that and and all people that are trying to live their faith the best that they can. And we, we have it easy here in the United States. Yeah, you know, what, being ripped apart online and stuff like that. Sure, it can be a mild form of the... It seems of, pretty watered down.
0: We're not being driven from our homes. We're not being executed. He, he, We're not facing sure. the
1: sword. But. Uh,
0: Don't be that, don't be these people online that are, you know, that are a watered down version of that, that that you're attack. you're literally attacking your fellow Christians by what you're saying. Oh,
1: you're not doing it my way. Then I hate you and that you're going to hell.
0: Yeah. That's (laughs) because hello. It's the problem. You're, you know, one of the, like we, we talked about at the very beginning of the episode, Bishop Barron, that you're attacking one of like, uh, I, I think one of the greatest bishops who's done so much for our, 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 our church these days, huge. who's evangelizing in, in amazing, amazing ways online. And so many people are attacking him and he's being persecuted. Right. So this is, that's, we're not only marching for we're standing in solidarity in solidarity with the people in the middle East with the people uh, across the world that are being persecuted for their faith in many physical ways and horrendous ways. But we're also standing in pers- in solidarity for the persecuted, uh, Online for the persecuted in in ways in in, in the United in the United States being uh, the persecuted in our churches here our statues are being uh, beheaded
1: our churches are being burned down it's it's happening it's alive and well across the world and we can't even battle against those people that are attacking the church because we're too busy fighting each other that's all right. the time that's right
0: that's right so let's find the unity let's find the points of contact. You know we're never going to agree, but we can find we can find the truth and the beauty in the person behind. We can find the common ground. We can find uh, the the child of God that's speaking the things that under and understand where they are coming from, yeah. and maybe we'll be able to to uh, understand one another. So we can we can stop stop with the hate. That's what this episode's about. Stop hating. You know. Keep loving. So, uh, hopefully you went to the march if you're in Southern California. That's uh, what is it September 9th? That's what the date's going to be, or was, or something like that? No, September 5th. Okay, September 5th. If you missed it, hopefully uh, you'll come next year. Yeah. And I'm sure it's going to be a great, great day full of um, prayer. There's speakers, there's music. All going to be outside. We'll be wearing our masks. We'll be taking some video. We'll be vlogging. It should be pretty fun. So if you're there, hopefully uh, you pop in and say hello to the yeah. two Catholic dudes. It's going
1: to be super hot, like super 109 hot. degrees thats said it's going to be so
0: looking forward to it though really uh, it's yeah it's, we're it's
1: super excited about this we haven't done an event. event we haven't been to able to go to an event together in a while because of covid so this is kind of our first one gotta uh and we're excited change out of the sweatpants put on
0: some shorts it's <laughs> going to be a great day in the sun will be super hot but uh for a wonderful cause so yeah so continue that's i think that's that's
1: we're, that's, we're, a wrap. that's a that's a rap. I'm let's sure land this this, this episode's going to stir up some conversation and we hope that 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 it, you will and we hope that you if you agreed with us, you know, great, put a comment if you disagree with us. Great, put a comment and uh, you know Hit that keep, thumbs up. Keep doing our thing. Hit,
0: hit ring that little bell so you uh, stay up to date with the two Catholic dudes. What we're all about. If you're not on YouTube, if you're just watching, listening, or if you're just listening from your car or wherever, we appreciate that. But you know what we don't get is a lot of comments on the audio or well, on the spot like Spotify. Well, What'll kind of help stuff. is if you're
1: listening on Apple or Spotify, hit subscribe to the podcast. Hit, like subscribe it, put it on your podcast channels on your phone. It does help. Yeah, it, it, it helps us get to the top of the list when we're searched in the Christian Catholic podcast world. You can hit subscribe on those.
0: Yeah, because if we're pages deep no one's going to find us right exactly so So
1: the the more downloads and subscribers we get the the more uh we get in that right and it just takes a second
0: to hit the thumbs up or wherever you're listening if it's like you hit five stars or hit a thumbs up or whatever just give us some positivity if this is doing something good in your life we really appreciate it and if you're subscribed you'll get notified when
1: uh when we have a new episode
0: right again uh, we're on patreon if you guys feel so inclined uh we're so blessed with some great patrons so far but if you want to uh help support us financially on that site. It's patreon.com forward slash two Catholic dudes. That's going to help continue to help us grow so we can get more. We can continue this production. Yeah. Uh, we can continue to do great things, hopefully i think i hope we're doing great things but uh we also have a bunch of new members that just joined us on instagram that's where we do most of our stuff so we want to welcome you guys if you're new to the channel and uh feel free to share it with your friends that's what really helps us grow the most Is just to to, you know it's that takes a second too you just hit that little share button on whatever platform you're on you
1: know and that's how people can start to discover so we thank you for that all right i think that's everything guys thank you so much for listening thank you so much for supporting uh we love you that's right, and we support you. And uh, go out there and find the beauty that Christ has laid before your life, uh, because uh, we love you very much. God loves you more, and uh, you are destined for great things. God has a plan. It's up to us to go out and find it. All, right, All right, thanks for
0: listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.